0: So when people are working with what they are naturally good at, they are more engaged, they're more motivated, they're happier because it's natural for them. They're in their space, they're in their module, no?
1: How well do you know yourself? This can be a touchy question for some, but we have to admit it. We need to know ourselves better so we can move our lives forward. One way to do so is to know our talents. But how do we do that? And how do we know if we are doing it right? Are talents meant to be discovered or are they meant to be built? This is in the bonus episode 4. In this episode, we sought the expertise of a Gallup certified strengths coach, Monette Santos Fidera. Coach Monette is also a certified Franklin Covey 7 Habits facilitator. My first question to her was. What's the big fuss about talents? What about working hard and being diligent? Instead of answering my question, she asked me to write a sentence three times with my non-dominant hand. That will be my left hand. After that, she asked me to switch to my dominant hand, my right hand, and write the same sentence also for three times. What's the point? I took 44 seconds in writing the same sentence with my left hand. Plus, my handwriting looked worse than that of a first grader. With my right hand, I took 23 seconds and it was way more legible.
0: So what if I told you, you know what, you have to use your non-dominant hand, use your left hand. Come on, try harder, try harder. And you have to write a whole essay, try harder. So you get my point. So why focus on using what isn't our strength as the founder of that Gallup? strength movement, no? Don Clifton, he said what will happen when we think about what is right with people rather than fixating on what's wrong with them.
1: It turns out, knowing our talents means we can focus on the good that is in us. But did you notice that Coach Monette used the word strengths instead of talents? I got curious, are these two different terms?
0: A talent is something that you can repeatedly do. Over and over again because you it's natural to you um a strength is when you actually gain near perfect results so it's a talent that you have honed it's a talent that you have uh, practiced and it has become a strength it doesn't become a strength until we practice we we, we invest in it we understand it we study it we use them and we're intentional about using them.
1: So a strength is like the pro version of your talent. This also answers our question earlier. Are talents discovered or built? They're both. We have talents in us that we need to discover. And yes, they should also be built and honed. But what if we haven't discovered them? How do we know our real talents?
0: Think of things that you pick up really quickly. What is something, what are the things that are so easy for you to do? That's one. Another thing is, what is something that you yearn for, right? So something that you're, you're really wanting to do, yearning to do, really attractive, attracted to. Another way is, think about things where you were successful. And think about how. How did, how did I do that? What are the things I did that allowed me to be successful? So you can unpack that and you can find what your talents are from that experience.
1: Sound advice. But maybe there are some of you who are now saying in your head, that's a lot of things to do. There's a faster way, the Clifton Assessment. This is a test that serves as the backbone of the strengths movement. It was developed by the late American psychologist, Don Clifton. Coach Monet explained that there are countless talents humans can possess and this test tries to figure out your top talents and then it categorizes these talents into themes. Some examples of themes are communication for those who are exceptional and captivating with words, relator for those who are caring, intimate, genuine, strategic for those who have foresight and are anticipating. The strengths movement believes that focusing on your top themes or strengths is the way to success. So what do we now do with our weaknesses? Can we just ignore them?
0: The best way to not to ignore weakness, but the best way to manage them is first, we are aware and we accept what they are. So we identify what our weaknesses are. What, what gets in the way of our success? Um, have we gotten negative feedback? Does our role actually need this particular talent? And if yes, does it drain? Does it drain you? So, of course, the suggestion is do less of what is your weakness.
1: Maximize your talents, manage weaknesses. That's clear. But is it possible for us to rely and focus too much on our strengths?
0: That's actually a really good question because um, some people... They misconstrue strength strengths, as, you know, Dito ako magaling, eh? so itong gagawin ko. there are actually blind spots in people's strengths. And that's what we have to be aware of also. Someone with a, with a command, for example, as one of their strengths, they can be seen as too bossy rather than a voice for others to be heard or rather than being assertive. But it's not a strength if it gets in the way of yourself and it gets in the way of other people. So if you overdo something, then it can get in the way of your productivity and other people's productivity. So it's like an immature talent. So overdoing it can become a weakness.
1: That's good to know so we can find balance as we use and hone our talents. But speaking of balance, I also wondered how the strengths movement is linked to the growth mindset, the mindset that says we can always grow and learn. If I have a definite set of top themes, does it mean I can no longer build other strengths? How does the growth mindset come into play? It's
0: actually not in conflict, although at first it feels like it is. uh, It's really not in conflict because having a growth mindset, you're focusing on learning new things. And the way you can do it is really using your strengths to learn the new things. Use your strengths for the how. Uh, the strength is how you do things. How do you build relationships? How do you process ideas? How do you make decisions? So it's the how. And so when you're approaching something new, you focus on your talent, your top talents, no, to be able to get it done. So it's really not in conflict.
1: To better understand it, let's go back to using our left and right hands. The fact that only one hand is dominant does not mean you are lacking. It's just the way things are. One hand will always be stronger than the other. In the same way, some themes will be stronger than your other themes. Now you might ask, does this mean we must no longer aspire to be well-rounded? Isn't it wise to strive to have the least number of weaknesses and try to be great at everything? Coach Monette gave us a fresh take to answer this question.
0: If you focus yourself on trying to be the best at everything, how about the others, diba? Right? We we live in a, a world where we all need each other and we want to be interdependent, right? We, we can't work without other people. One of the guiding principles of uh, this uh, strength movement is that people need one another. Differences are advantages. So. We're we're all not the same. And that's a good thing. So my weakness is a gift for others to
1: shine. Mind blown. That's how I was when Coach Monette said that. Yes, knowing our strengths can help us be better, happier even. But it turns out strengths also help us connect with others.
0: So when people are working with what they are naturally good at, they are more engaged, they're more motivated, they're happier. Because it's natural for them. They're in their space. They're in their mojo, no? So people will naturally thrive. Can you imagine a world where everyone knew what they were naturally good at and everyone worked with their strengths? Everyone worked with what's right with people rather than what's wrong with them. Wouldn't we have a stronger and more compassionate world? And if we're all working with what's happening, what, what makes us happy? we compassionate talaga compassionate because we're happy.
1: <laughs> know your role. And in terms of strengths, that means helping build community. As the cliche goes, no man is an island. Are you one of those who have taken the Clifton assessment? Do you doubt your results? Here's what Coach Monette has to say
0: that you took the assessment without biases right you were in a comfortable space you took it without trying to change the answers and you know projecting your answers then it should be accurate and if you doubt it maybe you haven't read the report really well because there's an exercise that goes with it you really have to read the report to see how it is uniquely you
1: Or maybe you have taken the test and you're now aware of your top 5 themes. We know there's an option for you to make a purchase and see the rest of your themes from number 6 all the way to number 34. And you're thinking, how could that help me?
0: Personally, it was very helpful to see all 34 in rank order. I actually work with not just my top 5, I actually use my top 10. Some people use 15, their top 15. And so just looking at those, it's so helpful because you're able to combine some of the themes to make up for the ones at the bottom.
1: Seeing the rest of our themes can also help us get a deeper insight to our unique selves. And thus, it can also allow us to navigate through the world better.
0: So for example, Gab, you have um, responsibility in your top five. I also have responsibility in my top five. But if I read my report and I read your report, it's different because it shows how unique yours you are and how unique I am. Yours will take into consideration that part of your dominant themes are communication, input, learner, intellection. And so it gives a unique definition of responsibility.
1: Or maybe you have seen all 34 of your themes ranked, and you cannot believe that some things you thought you're good at are at the bottom. Here's Coach Monette again.
0: I discovered that um, empathy is number 30 out of 34. And it was kind of shocking to me because of the work that I do, and i was thinking, what? I am pretty empathic. But then I realized that what I do is I use my individualization and my um, connectedness. I combine connectedness and individualization and learner so that I can um, be more empathic.
1: Above all these, remember that Clifton Strengths is just a tool. Consider it an applied science, a technology. If modern times can bring us smartphones and HDTVs, why can't we have tools like the Clifton assessment? But ultimately, you, and not some tests, will determine where your life will go. If anything, studying strengths has reminded me that we are light years away from being perfect, and that is perfectly okay. Beyond our imperfections, there are a lot more things in us that are good, that are right, And these very things can help us become the society's salt and light. Connect with Coach Monette and her firm, Carentia Consulting. Check out their Facebook page and email in the description. Thanks to my wife, Anne, and our daughter, Jael, for being my rock as I produce this episode. Let iron sharpen iron. See you next time.